0: Welcome to Next of Kin, the parents podcast. I'm your host, Emma. I'm a British expat living in Dubai, UAE with my partner and baby girl. Join me on my expat motherhood journey. I'll be discussing different topics each week, and we'll be joined by some wonderful guests. Now, if you're a mum, you're short on time. So let's jump right in welcome back. It's just me this week, bringing this to you from my comfy chair at home. I am recording this on a Monday today because I was feeling extra productive. As you know, a few weeks ago, I made some vows to become much more productive, (laughs) and I was going to start using time blocking. And to be honest, so far, it's been a bit hit or miss, probably more miss than hit. But (laughs) I decided that this week, I need to stick to it. And if I get through all my work that's in my time blocking schedule, then I'm either going to A, use the time to tick off the next item on my list, B, play with Bonnie, or C, brainstorm and use it as some time to like get creative for the business. So basically not using spare time to scroll on Instagram. Well, I actually wrote this whole podcast whilst I had Bonnie sleeping on me earlier and then I took her... Bonnie reprised her role as creative director of Next of Kin the brand (laughs) by coming with me to visit a studio earlier for a photo shoot. I thought seeing as it's going to be a photo shoot with babies, it might be a good idea to take her with me. And now she's happily playing so I can tick off, record the podcast whilst I have a quiet house... Or maybe not so quiet house because they are here playing. (laughs) How great have our guests been on this season so far? I've had such a great response to the last two episodes with Julie and with Steph. So if you're new here, go back and have a listen to my episodes with Nikki and Lisa as well, because they're great. As you know, this podcast is very much a passion project, something that I felt a big draw to do, but I didn't really know why. And I'm very much a everything happens for a reason kind of girl. And I'm starting to feel so lucky to get to have all this contact with such wonderful women that I really wouldn't have met or definitely not had such good conversations with if it wasn't for this podcast. So I'm starting to feel like maybe that's the meaning to this all. But do let me know whether you personally prefer the guest format or more of these sort of informal chats where it's just me. I'm just about to start planning the next batch of guests. As I said before, I wasn't actually planning to get past episode 12 for this season, but now I'm on a roll. We're going to carry on going. So at some point this week, I will pop up a post on Instagram. If you are not following, then please do. It's nextofkin.ae on Instagram. And I'd love to have all your suggestions of topics, of guests, or feel free to tag yourself down there as well. Don't be shy. Anyway, I'll be seeing Steph again tomorrow at Social Tots class. And I can't believe how fast time is going and that Bonnie has gone up from a discovery tot to a social tot with actual toddlers. (laughs) She's really not going to be a baby much longer. Lately, she's really learning to communicate as well, just little things like sign language. She started to say milk again. So she can do two signs, she can do milk and she can do all done. So I need to learn a few new ones. Actually, I really want to do the Katie Jane uh, sign language course. I really want to sign up to that. But there's so many things I keep signing up to at the moment and I'm not making any money. So I don't know if I can really justify adding another course. (laughs) But she's also started to say hi and bye. Obviously, it doesn't completely sound like hi and bye. She's 10 months old. But it's more like, um, I guess for Bai, it's like, bah, and she's waving. So she knows what she's doing, and she can communicate a lot of things, even if it's not verbally. For example, the other day, she like waved me over when she wanted me to crawl off with her. <laughs> And she's constantly babbling all day and will even wake momentarily in the night babbling away. So I can tell that this is the skill she's really working on at the moment. She's also pretty determined to walk. So, all things that are going to move her out of baby territory and into toddlerhood. Now, as much as I would like to gloss over her sleep, it's been awful lately but I know I said on the podcast that once we are back from the UK, I was going to try and get her to sleep much more independently. Honestly, she gets a lot of comfort from me and from feeding, so we barely have any progress to report on the sleep or nap situation, but I will keep you posted. Then for those of you that are here for the career content, I don't want to jinx myself by giving a specific launch date quite yet for the brand, but quick side note for my new listeners, hello. I'm Emma, first time mum to baby Bonnie. I also couldn't carry on in my career as a fashion buyer. It really just wasn't compatible with mum life. So a few months back, I quit and decided to launch my own baby clothing brand, obviously, along with this podcast. But I had spotted a gap in the market here in the UAE for some baby clothes. So that's the plan. That's what we're doing. That's what we're launching. For most of 2023, This has been a little dream in my head that I then felt fully crazy for actually leaning into and attempting to make happen. Actually, something I don't think I've mentioned before is that decision when I thought, right, I have this emergency fund plus a bit of savings. So I have this pot of money. I will be having to leave my job. That was quite obvious. I did think I would have a longer process of leading up to actually quitting, but there was suddenly a time where I had to go. <laughs> so I found myself having to decide whether I use this money to give myself a proper maternity leave. And then when it's running out, I will find myself a job, something that's more compatible with new mum life. Or if I use this money to set up a company and invest it that way. But anyway, after making that decision, there were quickly some added personal pressure to make sure that this really did work. So for four months now, I have been working hard in the background on this, and I've really enjoyed what I am doing and hoping that this is my new life now. No longer an employee, but self-employed. But that said, I haven't launched yet. I've had quite a few people ask me how it's going, and a few mums who I think would like me to tell them my success story to give them a bit of confidence to pursue their own thing. But I Don't feel confident doing that because I literally haven't launched. So I haven't yet made a single penny, or should I say dirham. So, how can I give someone a success story? (laughs) Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. But as of now, I don't know how this story ends. So, generally, the end of July, start of August, they were a bit slower work wise, as it tends to be in the UAE. But for me, to be honest, I did need a bit of a slower July, start of August. And it coincided with the factories all being in production, so not needing that much information from me. That's when I head back to the UK for a couple of weeks. But now that said, it hit me last week that things are about to get real. I did the maths on the launch day and what needed to be done before that. And oh my God, (laughs) I need to get planning photo shoots, a new website launch, my market stall set up, figuring out the online marketplaces like Amazon and Noon barcodes. Do I need them? (laughs) Something I had wanted to do was a launch party. I think now looking at finances that we probably have to take that off the table. But there is a lot to be accomplished to successfully launch a brand and in not a lot of time. So I've gone this year from dreams of working for myself to this kind of weird sort of bubble when you start working on it. But honestly, you feel a little bit crazy, like surely I've lost the plot, I can't just quit and work for myself. Then you get into it and you start believing. Then for me, I had this little lull. So last week was the wake up call. And I have to keep you updated on the roller coaster. But once I've launched and I'm fully into the reality of day to day, then I can give you the update. So I guess that's why I said at the start about this sudden drive to time block and be as productive as possible. I've got, a brand, I've got a brand to launch, so let's do this. For those of you who, like me, didn't want to go back to work to what you were doing before, I put together an inspiration list for you. So going back to what you were doing before on autopilot if it no longer fulfills you is not the only option. Or maybe you are a stay-at-home mum, but feel like you need something else in your life. Maybe you want a side hustle. You're not busy enough with kids and a career. (laughs) Maybe you want to diversify your income. In episode five with Nikki, it stuck in my mind that we can evolve. It's such a huge shift becoming a mother that you might want a real change, even if it's just because you want more time with the kids, or maybe you want to get away from your kids, so you want a new career. (laughs) i'm not judging (laughs) but here's my inspiration list to get you thinking about your career options number one let's get the obvious out the way and that is to start your own business that thing that probably relates to what you are doing now or that dream that's been in the back of your mind in my case the gap in the market that i'd seen and thought someone else really ought to get around doing a business in xyz (laughs) the hardest bit is to get started so let me use this time to tell you how to get going. Firstly, whatever the business idea, write a business plan. Google how to do it. You can fill in a template and depending on the purpose behind this business plan, you can make it whatever you need. For me, I needed to do the research and the financial analysis to make sure my idea was even feasible. Then do the work, do the research, market research to see whether there are people doing what you want to do and do you have a point of difference? Can you do it better? But also, customer research. So, I did a few focus groups to start with. I also had lots of informal chats with mums that I met, and I did an online questionnaire to get more quantitative information. This meant that I could find out what was truly important to them. And actually, it gave me a few points where I didn't need to focus my energy and I could cut time and costs. It may also generate some ideas for you to implement. However you need to do this all with an open mind which is so difficult. There's no point though doing all this research then saying nah they're probably wrong or saying well I'm my own target market so I think this is a good idea. Next look at your finances and figure out the realistic financial costs and returns of the business is this actually worth your time and energy? And can you sustain yourself without a salary for at least six months? Of course, when we're forecasting sales or whatever it might be, we really want to back ourselves, don't we? So we want to plug in really good numbers, but you need to be realistic with your sales, with your margins and also unexpected costs, because there will be unexpected costs. Anyway, last point here, because it could honestly be its own podcast, couldn't it? <laughs> but identify your strengths and your weaknesses and plan out how you can address those weaknesses. So can you afford to outsource it? Can you train yourself up? Or do you have a willing mate or husband to help you with that aspect initially? Okay, number two, teaching. So whatever your current career path is, or maybe your hobby, can you teach that? Now I don't mean go and become a teacher. In fact, if you are a teacher, let's say, can you tutor? Can you teach online? Can you sell homeschooling programs? I don't know. Can you teach the teachers? Maybe you have another talent that you could create into an online course to sell. To be honest, this is something that I've been thinking about a lot. I would really like to diversify my income and use maybe my retail and buying background to create a course. So I even signed up to an online course creation challenge And I got about a week into it, and I realized that it really wasn't the best way for me to spend my time right now. I mean, I have a baby. I have this podcast, a new brand. Do I really need to add another string or another stress to my bow right now at this moment? And to be quite honest, I'm glad that I didn't do anything at that time. In fact, if you're listening to this and thinking that I would like to start my own product business, but have no idea how, Abby from Base Brands is your girl. She's just about to launch something that is way better than what I would have come up with myself. She's got all sorts of different offerings, but including an online course. So I'll tag Base Brands Instagram below and go and check that out. Anyway, that's a diversion there. I definitely still see this teaching aspect in my future, but maybe it's going to be in-person teaching. Something like lecturing. I've had this in the back of my mind for ages because I really was not happy with the contents of my own university course. But hey, this is something for the future to work towards. I don't need to action everything at the same time. But what do you think? Perhaps you could teach English online. You don't even need a second language because there are people who will pay to test out their English skills in conversation. Okay, number three, freelancing or consulting. Can you take what you're doing now and do it for yourself? Or could you consult on it? For me, I felt like a consultant was a job in itself. And now I realise that I myself could have used my buyer knowledge or retail knowledge to consult whether it's a retail consultant, maybe for small scaling businesses, new brands, but also on the supplier side. So have a think, is there something that you could consult on? Number four, the career change. Is now a good time for you to study and make a pivot into a different career? Can you study a course from home? Perhaps something that takes a while to train in, so you'll spend this portion of your life training. Do you have a particular interest? Have you always wanted to do, I don't know, nails or massage or something that you could just train for a little bit and get into quite quickly and get yourself up and running? Even if that's not the long-term goal, but just a quick pivot works better for you than your current job, especially whilst the kids are young. And then you can go back to what you were doing before. But there are plenty of remote jobs like photo editing, podcast editing, website building. If you can become an expert in anything like this, then just get yourself on Fiverr, on Upwork and get started. These are also things that you can teach yourself online from YouTube. I paid someone recently on Fiverr to design a print that I'm going to use as part of my launch collection with Nextakin. So there are plenty of opportunities like that out there. Number five, the hobby. Do you have a hobby that could, could be monetized in some way? Is it a craft that you could start selling, or perhaps a niche you could start writing about or, or podcasting about? Although I should probably point out at this part. That I don't currently make any money from, from this. In fact, it's just costing me. <laughs> so don't think that there's like a pay per listen or anything like that. But if you wanted to do it as a passion project or part of a bigger maybe marketing plan, then go for it. Okay, number six. Lastly, perhaps you don't want to leave your current job, but it's not really working for you right now. Is there scope to go part time, remote, flexible, or to be part of different team that might work better for you and for your family so what do you think anything piqued your interest here if you have any tips of your own or your own career story maybe that you want to share then please get in touch either on instagram or email podcast at ae. for my mum lemma this week i really want your help on ideas of places to go or things to do with my animal obsessed little girl We don't have any pets, but we noticed a few months ago how excited she gets if she sees a dog. I thought that she would get scared, especially if they bark or they're so much bigger than her, but she finds it really funny. (laughs) Then when we went back to the UK, we took her to a family farm and I have never seen her happier. Her older cousins were doing that thing that kids do when they say they really want to feed the animals but then they get too scared to actually feed the animals (laughs) and there was nine month old bonnie hand out trying her best to pet all the animals giggling away we even went to a county fair with this huge bull and honestly like i backed off and she was there trying to pet it (laughs) however it doesn't seem right to me to nurture her animal loving side by taking her to places that animals might not be treated well Or, I mean, tiny tanks or cages or stressed. Or we just don't know how they're being treated in the background. So we stopped by somewhere recently where you could pay to pet dogs. And Bonnie was too little anyway, so we couldn't do it. But afterwards, I thought, I don't know. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? I have no idea. (laughs) Do dogs love this? Or are they being treated well when they're not out here being petted? How am I to know? So that's why I wanted to throw it out to the community. I'm sure a few of you will be able to say, try this place, I know the owner, they're great, or just give me ideas of things to do. This weekend, we went to a doggy adoption day so that Bonnie could see all the dogs. Obviously, she loved it so much. But it's a little bit dangerous that either me or Rich might fall in love with a dog and return home with a dog one day. So we can't keep doing that. (laughs) In fact, Bonnie fell in love with the naughtiest dog there. So... Gosh, we're in for fun with that one. Anyway, this is definitely not the right timing for a dog. (laughs) For this week's recommendation, I want to give a shout out to TKD Lingerie. If you are pregnant, postpartum, breastfeeding, whatever it might be, you have probably had a lot of change in the boob department. I was wearing some awful fitting nursing bras because I just kept putting off getting new ones and saying they'll tie me over until I stop breastfeeding but as long-time listeners will know my baby is very much not keen on the idea of giving up breastfeeding (laughs) so I actually just happened to stumble past TKD a month or so ago and I thought why not pop in and the staff are wonderful they really know what they're doing when it comes to fitting recommending and they're just really nice and put you at ease So when I needed the same bra that I'd bought then in a different color, I just quickly Instagram messaged them. They checked my profile, size of the bra, everything like that. And straight away, they were like, right, yeah, Latin Abu Dhabi. So I'll transfer that over for you. So as always, this isn't sponsored. I just want to let you know that you should probably check them out. But they probably are my dream sponsor for the podcast. So if anyone from TKD is listening, hit me up. (laughs) Thanks for joining again this week. Do go and follow me at nextofkin.ae on Instagram because I would love your input on the topics and guests. Also, I'm going to put out a model call today for this photo shoot that I'm planning. So if you have a little one up to 18 months in the Dubai area and they love the camera and want to get involved, then get in touch. Of course, any shots that I get that I can share, I definitely will. And we'll probably do a free outfit. I think that would be nice. So let me know. Do send me a message over on Instagram. Let's end on a positive note. So if you're a mum dreading going back to work, it will not be easy. But there are other options out there, as I discussed. Please don't feel like you're stuck. But if you do still love your career, then just know that all the mums go through this. They all tell you it's so hard to go back, but it does get easier. So please do not worry. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please do subscribe. Have a lovely week.